You're listening to The Wally Show podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the Way FM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. Stories served with a side of Southern sass. You're breaking my hair. I mean charm. Here's Betty Rock. If you've spent any time on public roads driving, then there's a high chance you found yourself frustrated by someone else behind the wheel, causing you to lose your cool. Daily. <laughs> yeah, not 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 the best uh, like on the road for me. I get really frustrated. Well, you're not alone. I mean, I feel like on the daily i'm seeing more and more videos of people showing road rage oh incidents. yeah and i and i get it like i i i fancy myself is somewhat stable uh and and pretty average <laughs> yeah but i can actually get to the point where i'm like if i was a lunatic i see why mm-hmm. people why things get out of control so fast but yeah, yeah but i mean it really it gets me it gets my blood boiling <laughs> well a list was put together of our biggest driving pet peeves and here's what made the top i want to see if you and gavin if y'all agree with these i things. have them all i guarantee you this. <laughs> <laughs> the first one on this list oh for sure is one of my biggest pet peeves driving with your high beams on mm, yeah. who do you think you are yeah like can you not even manage your your high beams so now you can can't even drive. I get that, like you maybe forget sometimes. I try to be really intentional with it, but, but when someone flat, I know, but your... when someone flashes you mm-hmm. and you still don't turn them off, mm. oh, you're the problem. There. Oh yeah, that yeah, that one drives yeah, me nuts. Yeah, especially it seems to happen when you're driving a big truck mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I got to show how manly I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, another one is people who pull out in front of you, then drive yes. slower than you were. Yes. Like, I get it. You got you got impatient. You want to pull out. Or they pull out in front of you, and there's no one behind you. Like, you oh. could not have waited yeah. 10 extra seconds. <laughs> yeah. But no, you had to get there, and then putt, 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 And putt, I'm telling putt. you, that is the that is the main thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people deal with impatience, and that's what's causing a lot oh, of these things. Finally, the top one, someone holding everyone up because they're trying to make a left turn yes. when it's near impossible. Go up and go to a light, <laughs> then make the left at the light. Or, you know, like like go right and then make a U-turn if you're coming out of something. Please. Yeah. No left turns. Yes. Do you know like UPS and FedEx and stuff, they drive their, they have computers that route their trucks so they don't have to make left turns. Really? Yeah, because it slows them down too. It slows everybody down. Well, that's very considerate. Yes. I know because, I mean, like even if you're trying to, you, if you're slowing everybody down behind you because you're making a left turn, you're going to make people impatient, which is in turn going to make yeah. them pull out on the right side, causing the accident. All, yeah, it can cause an accident. I had a moment today where I had to talk myself today. down. Today, on the way I mean, in today. we're not even. I know. So <laughs> timely. Yeah, I had to drive here and that's what happened. So, so okay, early. I had to talk myself down because my <laughs> own thing of like, you're in my way. Uh, kind of thing, yeah. it, like gets out of control sometimes. So there's this guy getting on the uh, on ramp, and and I'm on the freeway already going, and he gets on, and we're going this like the same speed, uh-huh. and I'm like, why don't you go faster or slower than me, man? It's yeah, you know. But he was, but we were doing 80, so I'm like, you know, he's doing his part. I had to literally talk myself out of this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude, calm down. He's merging, he's going the traffic speed. You guys just happen to be going the same speed. Oof. Should he back off a little bit and let you over because you got to get over? Yes, but you know what? You just either speed oh, up or slow down and get. I sped up, you're, uh, <laughs> of course. And you're already getting aggravated. So I know. Let's just, let's I know. Just but stop. see, I but I had to talk myself. I was I was wrong. Like because he was doing what he probably should have been doing, and it's like he wasn't intentionally trying to get in my way. No one is intentionally trying to get you. But that's not how I always see it. So there you go. I, it turns out I am the problem. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM, it's that time again, and I'm telling you, these people will stop at nothing to get your money. I was at Costco the other day, and uh, in the little snack section, and what did I see? Thin mint dipped pretzels. What? Girl Scouts, stop it! You're already at every grocery store. You're already hitting me every time I turn around, and I cannot resist you. And then I go to Costco, and there they are. Uh, Have you ever looked at the calorie intake for... 
No. Girl Scout cookies. That's not the point. I refuse to because I can eat a whole sleeve of Thin Mints without even blinking an eye. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I mean, seriously, I can do a whole, it's like, if they're cold, I can do a whole sleeve in one sitting easy. I'm trying to find out. Please what do. I, I'm looking. Because here's the deal. Uh, if you're a Girl Scout, shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, uh, my like, like, No, I mean, it's like, they're so good and they're so cute. You just can't resist them, okay? So, like, I have uh, Zach, who used to produce the show. He has his daughter and he hit everybody up for Thin Mints or for Girl Scout cookies. Obviously, I bought Girl Scout cookies from her. Uh, so then I'm in my garage the other day Whoa. and a Girl Scout uh, walks by and she lives in our neighborhood and I know who she is. And uh-huh. so uh, I'm like, oh, she's like, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? I'm like, oh, I really, I already just bought some from, oh, okay, come here. <laughs> and like, I bought more. I'm going to have so many Girl Scout cookies, it's not even funny. Did you say Thin Mints are Thin your Mints are my favorite. So four cookies, okay. 160 calories. <laughs> oh, no. But how many are in the, I feel like. Dude. I mean, if you look at peanut butter patties, yeah. the tagalongs, two cookies are 130. There's got to oh, wow. There's got to be 20 <laughs> on each side at least. So there's 32, 32. thin mints. Okay, per. Okay, so, so 16 32 aside. 32 divided by four. Okay. Times 160. Okay. It's only 1,280 calories. For the whole thing? For the whole box. I split that in half and just have it once is how many? Uh, 1,200, 640. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. You are fine. Oh, here I was in a shame spiral for eating a whole side of cookies. Get an extra box. Yeah, Rock, what is wrong with you? You you fat shamed me. Uh, Just because we're not thin mints like you. Okay, yes. Here's what I'd like to do, okay? So if you're a Girl Scout, I'd love, maybe this is a good opportunity for you to work on your pitch a little bit, okay? Because you got to do more than, would I buy cookies? Now, that uh, it's, historically, that has worked, but you're in an, in an increasingly competitive market. You know, the Boy Scouts, they're selling popcorn. you got to watch out for those guys. Uh, and so I'm just curious, how do you sell Girl Scout cookies? So if you're a Girl Scout, you can call right now, and I want you to pitch me, okay? Give me your best Girl Scout cookie sales pitch. Who knows? You've seen how weak I am. Uh, you could walk out of here selling some cookies today, okay? So bring your A game. ABC, always be closing, all right? Oh, nice. Yeah, lead with that uh, 600 calories and how great I look. (laughs) That might work. (laughs) 855-33-WAY-FM. If you need to ask your mom or dad, definitely do that. But 855-33-WAY-FM. If you're a Girl Scout, I want to hear your pitch. And again, could pay off for you. 855-33-WAY-FM. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Laura, I hear that you are part of the problem uh, <laughs> today uh, as Girl Scouts are selling Girl Scout cookies. And I love them. I cannot resist the cookies or the sales pitch. It gets me every time. Even if I just bought a box earlier on the way in to a store and the other, I, I tried to sneak out the other door and there's more Girl Scouts. <laughs> they hit me up there too. I can't say no. You uh, look like an easy target. We swarm you this time of year. Yeah, you do. So wait, are you a Girl Scout leader? I've been a Girl Scout leader for a long, long time. My Girl Scouts actually were in scouting 13 years. They got their Girl Scout Gold Award. Oh, very so, cool. So like, do you guys teach the girls how to like sell or do you just go, okay, go be cute? Well, the cuteness does win. As you know, it works. Oh, without a doubt. So, Yeah, so there's only so many years that you're really super cute. And then <laughs> it's like, you got to come up with something else. Okay, so what's the something else, like when you've transitioned out of cute? Yeah, they came up with, would you like to donate $5 to Girl Scouts and we're going to give you a box of cookies. Oh, that's kind of a great idea because then you're like, you know what? I'm helping the girls here. Mm -hmm. I'm donating money. And Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to give me cookies, fine. I didn't want them. Uh, But boy, that's a really good spin. Yeah, like I said, that's what it's really about, donating to Girl Scouts, and it's an incredible program for young girls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's done wonders for my waistline. (laughs) (laughs) Mine too, Wally. I used to eat cookies for dinner. Are you kidding me? Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. We're going to do a little hashtag your weekend where you give us a creative hashtag and we will try to guess what happened. What did your weekend consist of? Mine is a hashtag Hobby Lobby. Hashtag Hobby Lobby. <laughs> well, you, you're you very crafty. I am crafty. Um, I know my way around a Hobby, Hobby Lobby, Lobby, that's for sure. The question is, Is did your wife want to go or did you want to go to Hobby Sometimes Lobby? Sometimes it could flip a coin. could be either. I think 
you went to Hobby Lobby mm. and you bought a bedazzler. You've been mm. you've been thinking about getting yep. a bedazzler and you finally gave in. Yep, I needed to add it to my crafting arsenal yes. of uh, accoutrement for sure. No, that is not true. But you've given me a good idea. I'm going there after work today. <laughs> Gavin, hashtag Hobby Lobby. Uh, you and I are both fans of these slightly masculine um, beaded bracelets yes. that we wear. Yes. And a few years ago, my wife and I went and bought actual you know, beads with oh, the string. to make your own. To make our own. Because nice. I was like, sometimes they just overcharge for those at stores. Yeah. Let's make our own. I think you did that this weekend uh, that's at a, Hobby Lobby. That would be a fair uh, guess and something I could see myself doing. But no, I did not. Uh, Hobby Lobby, I spent the better part of two and a half, um, uh, two and a half, we'll call it two and a half. That sounds not as bad as three. Uh, <laughs> two and a half hours uh, planted on my hiney in front of my computer looking for a new hobby. Uh, yeah, I went down a rabbit hole. I rabbit hole so easily. And uh, I landed on, I watched a good hour of videos just on Airsoft, uh, playing Airsoft, nice. which is like paintball, but it's like these little plastic pellet things. And I was down the rabbit hole, wait, man. Wait, wait, wait. What? Did you do this on TikTok? No, no, no. Your algorithm's oh, okay. safe. Okay. No, just, I don't want to see a bunch of Airsoft no. videos. But if you, I was in our Wally show, uh, Google. And so, yeah, if you, uh, you'll see them come up on our, on our, on our YouTube going to get ads for that now. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. now you're going to buy an Airsoft? Yeah, I'm not sure. I was looking at all different kind of ones. I, lo- I went through all the gear you need and like, oh my yeah, and then like do's and don'ts so you don't look like a first timer when you go out because you never <laughs> want to look like that. Like, Oh yeah, I was I was way Good down times. the rabbit hole. Yeah, so Good we'll times. we'll see. I'm still still uh, searching for my midlife crisis. I'm not <laughs> sure what it's gonna be yet, but I'm hoping. Uh, all right. So what is your hashtag your weekend? Eight five five thirty three way FM. That's eight five five three three way FM. Be creative and challenge us a little bit. We like to guess. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Briley, welcome to the show. Now we're gonna do a little thing called uh, hashtag your weekend. Now you give us a creative hashtag, and we'll try to guess what happened. What do you got? Hashtag bingo blitz. Hashtag bingo blitz. Okay. Now we're all kind of putting our heads together here. I'm gonna say that it, you would think it was like playing bingo, but I don't think it was that. Mm-hmm. I think you bought a turtle named Bingo. And uh, he uh, was so fast that he got out of the cage, and it was like a blitz. He just ran, and you had no idea that a turtle could be that fast. <laughs> nope, not by a turtle. Okay, Betty Rock? Okay, I think that it does have to do with the game Bingo, but I think that you went to an assisted living facility because they play Bingo over the weekend, and you were like, listen, I'm a beginner. Like, take it easy on me. But you didn't realize that these senior citizens, man, they are champs. and they will, they will take <laughs> you down, and it was a blitz. No. All right, Briley, what is Bingo Blitz? Over the weekend, um, we played a bingo game with my parents for my mom's birthday, um, and there are some crazy prizes. Oh, what were the prizes? Well, one of them was like a chicken egg with some glasses on it. Well, chicken eggs are very valuable now. If you heard about the <laughs> avian flu, there's a funny meme going around. It was a dude proposing to like his girlfriend. He's down on one knee with a ring box, and it just has an egg in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Briley, thanks for being on the show, and have a good day. You too. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. We definitely need a little more of this in the world. Oh, that's how you do it, kids. <laughs> it's the Wally Show.
So I was watching a playoff game between the Bengals and Bills, and congrats to the Bengals. Uh, even though DeMar uh, from the Bills was in the stadium, could not help uh, the Bills beat that incredible offense and surgical passing strike of Burroughs, uh, including a, a bad call that took back one of their touchdowns. Are you impressed yet, I'm Gavin? I'm so impressed and proud of you Thank right you. now. Thank you. I literally watched four minutes of the I game. Know. <laughs> uh, but it was a good four minutes, and I got that much out of it. Uh, and so, But what was really weird, though, is I was watching it, and it goes to commercial break, and there was this odd commercial about Jesus in the middle of this thing. Did you see this at no, all? No, I didn't catch this. I'm you excited must, to hear what it's about. You must have been getting chips or something. Um, <laughs> Not focused. Yeah, oh. and and so uh, even in the playoff games, I watched the commercial. It's just like the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, it was it was really strange. They were it, it was a, a, an ad campaign where they're like trying to brand Jesus not the church like connected Jesus not so much mm. the people you know kind of thing it was it was really interesting and so I did like a little digging on it and it's this hundred million dollar campaign oh wow I know it's called he gets us and uh, it was the work of this marketing firm and he says the hope is that the campaign can bridge the gap between the story of Jesus and the public perceptions of his followers because we've always had that kind of problem. He said, in other words, uh, you know, uh, the general public likes Jesus. It's his people they can't stand, <laughs> you know, and, and that's true. We've had our hypocrisies in the past and in, 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 in the present. But I'm telling you, man, when there's tragedies and things like that, the church shows up big time. We, we forget that. Um, but there is some water under the bridge. But one of my pastors used to say people who were nothing like Jesus liked Jesus. And I think that that's what they're trying to tap into is that who has a problem with the message of Jesus? Like you you have someone that tells you you're loved unconditionally. Like, how do you hate that person? You know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was interesting, though. I did a little digging into the whole campaign because the, the ad they ran last night, I didn't get. It didn't connect with me because they usually run like all of these pictures and then and they have like a tagline. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's to show Jesus in relative situations like that we face today. You know, that's the whole idea of he gets us. Like, Jesus was a refugee. Jesus, his family wasn't perfect. Did Jesus struggle like I do? Uh, one of the videos was like, Jesus invited to, uh, everyone to sit at his table. So I pulled a little audio from that. A caring man took a walk. Everywhere he looked, people suffered. Anxiety ran high. Hope dwindled. Hatred rose. His neighbors had lost trust in the system and in each other. I need to do something, he thought. I'll bring them together and feed them. Around the dinner table, they can talk and see how much they have in common. Shared struggles, shared joy, shared pain. So he prepared a feast and invited all into his home. But some refused to sit at his table because they chose to only see differences. He was heartbroken because he wanted everyone to eat and be filled, not with food and wine, but with compassion. And then the end uh, tagline comes up that basically says, uh, Jesus welcomed everyone to his table, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I did like it because it's this, it's a subtle Bible story. And then you get the tagline. It's not heavy handed. It's not, um, like it doesn't feel motivated by party like either politically or religiously you know mm -hmm. kind of thing it's just it's just this idea of this is who Jesus was yeah and it'll be interesting to see if it does create like this big following like yeah. does it get people curious about him yeah and then the cool thing is the placement they're putting it in they're spending the money and putting mm -hmm. it in places where people other than Gavin could see it <laughs> <laughs> went for a snack my I bad know, I know but it was actually really cool to kind of see that during the uh, playoff game Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. I'm curious if you've ever been in the position like I was in recently, where you kind of dreaded going to church a little bit. Uh, go ahead, Rob. I think it's part of being human. Oh yeah. I mean, all of us have found ourselves there, whether we want to admit it or not. And mine wasn't because of like guilt. Uh, it could have been, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't this time. Uh, it was because they moved the venue and they were celebrating like the 20th anniversary of our church, starting from you know humble beginnings at a, a clubhouse 
house in a neighborhood, like as a small group, to what it is now, and it's amazing. And so they held it at this place called the Ryman in Nashville. It's like, they call it the Mother Church of Country Music. Like it's legendary. Oh, it is. Like if you are in music, you want to play the Ryman. Mm-hmm. And so we did our church service there, so that all five of our campuses could all come together at the same time. And but I was dreading because I hate going to Nashville. I don't blame you. Okay, going to Nashville you. is terrible. Well, and it just takes for you at least a ten-minute drive or so to yeah. church, and turns it into like a forty-minute drive yeah. where you have to find parking. parking. Which I think is the worst thing about going into any downtown. Yeah, and so we go uh, to uh, church. We park, walk a million miles, uh, <laughs> wait in line to get into church. I'm like, what are we, Hillsong? Uh, <laughs> you know, like I felt like I was at Hillsong Church in, in uh, New York because uh-huh. we had to queue up to get in. Then we had to go through like a detector, uh, but it's not the church, it's the Ryman. Like, so you oh, have to go through the Ryman's I policies. See. Got it. And so we go through that and uh, we got this sweet t-shirt I'm wearing. Nice. Um, but then it was it was really funny because you had to get tickets for it. They weren't they were free, but they, they need to know who's going to be there. Got to reserve your seat, right? And so we go in, and it's funny because the Ryman people are checking us in too. And so the Ryman lady just out of habit's like, "Enjoy the show, enjoy the show, enjoy the show." <laughs> it's like, like it's not a show, not the ma'am. point, not the point, not the point. But I get it. Like I would be on autopilot too. Um, and so anyway. We're going to talk about more about what happened at the service because it was pretty great uh, and some secret surprises uh, in our aftercast. So if you uh, don't take, get the podcast now uh, already currently, you can get that by uh, just texting the word or letters. TWS yeah. to 91979. That's TWS, which stands for The Wally Show. It's yeah. 91979. So we'll do that uh, today and you can catch that conversation as well. But it was it was just it was interesting, you know, going through all of this and it was great. Like it sounded great. It was it was really 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 super well done, you know. And so then though comes the leaving, and so we leave, and I'm trying to get out of the parking garage. It took me 20 minutes to get out of the parking garage, and I am losing my faith. I'm like, we needed a stronger message today, Jeff, uh, because I'm about to lose it. No one is merging. Everyone is horrible. Wow. Like, yeah. And I knew that would happen, and and I that's why I didn't want to go. Well, yeah, because you're a Baptist and you want to get to lunch. Yes, exactly. And my wife is sitting in the car with me. It's okay. You knew this was going to happen. I'm like, yeah, that's why I didn't want to (laughs) go. I know myself. I know my frustration. She's like, you just need to calm down. It's okay. No, it's not okay. Oh. Like, so anyway, good times. Yeah, so I was I was dreading that, but ultimately I'm really glad I went mm-hmm. because it was it turned out to be like this really great service and some cool things. Again, we'll talk about it in the in the podcast today. Uh, but what is a time? I, I know I'm not alone. What is a time that maybe you were not looking forward to going to church, and maybe it worked out. You're like, oh, I'm glad I went. I got yeah. something out of it. You know. But I think it's those silly things that keep us from going, sure. and it's like, okay, I see how ridiculous this is, but yet I'm still dreading it. Exactly. Eight five five. 33-WAY-FM. You can uh, leave me hanging and make me be the only bad person. Uh, or you could call and share your heart. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. What was that time you kind of dreaded going to church, Sarah? Well, this is probably terrible. Um, that when the Gideon speaker came. Oh. <laughs> and we kind of we kind of like, oh, it's the Gideon speaker. But every single time, they bring such a great message. And I'm like, I'm so glad we came. They tell amazing stories about how they put Bibles in every place possible. And I'm like, why did we regret this? Like, why did we regret, like, not, you know, not wanting to come? And it was perfect. Oh, I totally get that. Anything kind of out of the norm, like when you get yeah. into church and you sit down and you look at the bulletin and it's like, oh, the youth pastor speaking today. Why <laughs> did I invite people? <laughs> Have you ever been in that place, Laura Lane? Unfortunately, yes. When my kids were young and I was trying to go to church, unfortunately, they were the only ones their age, so there was no Sunday school group or nursery for them. As soon as the preacher started, my oldest one would tap the little one on the shoulder and they dive under the pews. And I mean, dive so fast you can't grab them. No, no. I get that. And they would crawl to the front of the church, back of the church, and back and forth all during the sermon. The lady in front of me at church this weekend uh, had to keep getting up and she was letting her son, little son, like maybe two and a half, whatever, uh, walk up and down the aisles. He was being quiet. We were at this place called the Ryman. So it's an old church, but it's a concert venue now. And uh, like she would just kind of follow him up and then he'd walk back down and 
then he'd want her, then he'd want the dad, and he was just all over the place uh, during the <laughs> entire service. I, I was exhausted for her. Like, like she got her steps in that day. All right, Amanda, what was the time that maybe you were less than thrilled about going to church? Okay, so as children, my brothers and I um, despised going to Easter service because our mom would put us in the most outlandish, ridiculous <laughs> outfits, and we would all be crying on our way to church. <laughs> just did not want to go. Oh, yeah. I still have a picture of me floating around my uh, family in a leisure suit with hot air balloons on the satin shirt. Uh, Oh, yeah. Not a good look, but it was it was Eastery, you know. Amanda, do you have kids? I do. I do. I have two children. You need to carry on this tradition. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly kind of did when they were babies. They're teenagers now, but uh, when they were babies, I kind of did the same thing. This is Monday School. It's Wally's take on what he learned at church, or at least the parts he understood. So we were looking at Psalm 23. That's that verse that says, the Lord is my shepherd. And we see shepherd analogies in the Bible because the people of the day understood that reference. And it's a little different for us because very few of us have ever been responsible for any livestock. (laughs) Uh, But when you learn more about that relationship between the shepherd and the sheep, then it starts to Mm -hmm. make more sense. Uh, And so I love when pastors go into that kind of stuff, the history of it. Because back in the day, uh, if a shepherd had a sheep that would run off, the shepherd would actually break its leg. You're like, yeah, exactly. Betty Rock's reaction is like, we go, what in the world? That's horrible. What is wrong with you? It's just mean. Yeah, exactly. And on the surface, it sounds atrocious. But what would happen is the sheep then would be carried on the shoulders of the shepherd. Like, it's not like he broke its leg and was like, you're on your own. (laughs) He broke its leg, put it on its shoulders, on his shoulders, and he carried it around with him. And that sheep was dependent on him. And that oh. sheep's head was right near his mouth, and he the sheep would learn his voice so that, it, you know, when it learned the lesson and its leg healed, it wouldn't run off next time. So you're kind of forcing it to love you. Okay, not really the point. Uh, oh, that's, not? Yeah, that's no. not how parables usually yeah, go. You, yeah, you totally missed the point Sorry, of that. Sorry, okay. No. I'm, I'm trying to follow. Uh, so it, basically, you know, it's like you learn to hear the shepherd's voice in the hard times. That's the point. Because oh. think about it. The last really hard time you went through, did your faith grow? You know, I know mm-hmm. when I go through rough times, my faith grows because I become dependent on the shepherd and I hear his voice in that hard time far more than I do in the good times. It gets drowned out in the good times or I'm so, you know, worried about being in control myself right. that I don't seek him out. But the difference right. between us and the sheep is is when uh, the sheep heals, it stays with the shepherd. It follows him. And so many times we get in trouble, our figurative leg gets uh, broken and then heals up and we walk away from God and we get further and further away from him and we start to not hear his voice anymore. Hmm. I think that's a pattern that most of us live in and uh, no one likes suffering. It's the worst. But the purpose of the pain is to draw us closer to God. And if the result is in us staying by his side, then it was worth it. But if we go through a tough time and it doesn't strengthen our relationship with God, then it was just pain, and the pain was kind of pointless. But if we use the pain to draw us closer to God and to, uh, you know, be with Him, then our pain has a purpose. So there I you like go. That analogy. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I don't like the idea of breaking an innocent animal's leg. Sure. But other than that. But again, different time. Like yes, we didn't understand yes. that PETA would lose their minds <laughs> uh, over that one. But a different time, but still a good analogy. Uplifting Way FM. If you're a little sluggish in the morning, then news-ish is your speed. You burned your foot on a foreman grill. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. It's the Wally Show. All right, Gavin, what you got? I know that I'm invoking silliness by asking this question, but Wally, as a proclaimed amateur first responder, yes. in the past, what is the most important part of... Or what's the most important, the first thing you need to check when somebody has a medical emergency? Oh, if their they... Wrist. Their wrist. Their wallet. See if, they, <laughs> see if they can cover my amateur first responder <laughs> fee. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. 
No, well, because you've been in a situation yeah. where you saw a car accident yeah. happen, and you took it upon yourself to go to the woman in her car yeah. while she was fine. She was not fine. You checked her she was wrist. Really shaking. And up. by checking her yeah. wrist, you just jiggled that. Well, she said that she hurt her wrist, so I jiggled it. Uh, well probably, done. probably Making not. Making it work. I would never do that with a spine, but a wrist. I want to see what's going on. Perfectly wow. fine. Yeah. Well, I did find this list of four things that Wally and just anybody should never do in an emergency situation. And this is according to an ER doctor, a oh, professional okay. eh, responder okay. to medical emergencies. He has a little more doctor school than yes, I have. Yes, a lot. Well, we'll. I'll see what, if I think this is valid. Okay, so the, he recommends that you don't call loved ones first if you're in a medical emergency. You want that first. Phone call to be nine one one. I personally, I, if I was in a medical emergency, my life is on the line. I don't think I'm calling my mom yeah. or my wife. Like I am calling nine one one first. I'm certainly not calling Betty. She'd look at my phone and screen and be like, "Eh, <laughs> I'm not in the mood." <laughs> I could, I could even text her nine one one. I'm stuck in a well. She's like, "Eh, not, <laughs> uh, whatever." Not important. He'll be fine. <laughs> They say to don't drive someone to the hospital yourself because you want to call an ambulance who can administer care on the way to the hospital quicker right. than, and better than you just getting Because sometimes you do think, I could get them yeah. there, I'm closer, I don't have to wait and then have them drive, be driven there. But that makes sense because then on the way, you know, instead of like just shaking their wrists or whatever, like while you're driving, someone could actually uh-huh. be helping them, yeah. They recommend don't leave anyone alone at the ER, just to be there as Drop somebody. them off. Yeah, it's not like just a uh, drop them off, go on your merry way, like be yeah. there as support. And then the last one I actually think that I've never thought about, it says, and if this is kind of, if you can, it says don't forget a phone charger. Because yes. you might end up at the ER for a very long time. Days. Day like the the ER can be a nightmare where you will spend years of your life trapped, and uh, if you can't get a hold of loved ones and stuff like that because you don't your phone died, that's it a really is, good idea. What you're saying is true. You just have put a very dramatic flair to it. Well, I'm very dramatic. Most of us <laughs> amateur first responders are because you know what, Rock? We see a lot of hard things. Do you? Yeah, we do. We see a lot of difficulties <laughs> in life, and we just know we've been there. We've been in the mix. Thank you for being a, a first responder. Amateur first Am- responder. Amateur. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank I want to make sure that I have that in there so I can't be sued uh, <laughs> if I ever uh, do it badly. So amateur first responder Wally here on the scene for you. <laughs> Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And if you've ever had someone tell you a story where your chin just hit the floor and then you were so disappointed in them, you will understand exactly where both Gavin and I are with Betty right now in this moment. (laughs) She uh, loves the Facebook Marketplace. She sells puzzles and all kind of things there. And she, there is a set of rules. There's a protocol for Facebook Marketplace and these vendors. There is. There is. Yeah, look at her. She, she's like, it's fluid. No, it's not. No. It's not at all. Let me give my side of the story. So please, here's what please happened. Please do. I decided that I was going to sell some DVDs on Facebook Marketplace. So I list them. A woman contacts me and she's like, hey, I would like to buy two of those. Um, I'll pay you in cash when I can come and pick it up later in the week. So you agreed to sell her two so of I the said, ten. Okay, fine. Two of the two. Okay, fine. T- did you actually type out okay, fine? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Written agreement. Yeah. It's in writing as an agreement but to let, the terms. But let me tell you. So eventually, the I very, object, Your Honor. Stop. So the next morning, another woman contacts me, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Hey, I saw your listing. Yeah. I want to buy all the DVDs." And I will Venmo you the cash right now. Yeah. I said, great. No, you cannot. That's so She Venmoed me the money and I sold them. No. That's not honoring anything you said to the other woman. Let me finish my story. I think I'm in the right because there have been, I can't tell you how many situations where someone has told me, Mm -hmm. I'll come later and pick it up and I'll give you the cash. And they never yeah. show up. But two then wrongs I'm don't out. make a right. Two wrongs do not out. make a right. No. You had an no. agreement. It's about no, you it and what you It wasn't an agreement. Say. Everybody knows that it's not oh, a for that, sure that, sell. That everything is unless, fluid. No, everyone knows that our word hand. means nothing, even if it's in writing. <laughs> unless you have cash in your hand no. or in your digital wallet, she hadn't then been it's there not yet. for sure. Look, that's the that's the curse of trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. It's frustrating. I've had people offer me more money for something I already agreed to with somebody else. 
and I still sold it to the person that I had the agreement with. That wasn't really smart. Well, no, but that's honorable. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's like your word you means nothing. If, you know, if, you don't know if that person's really going to come or not. Yeah, and they can just be saying it, and, and then you're out. That's the risk of it. No. But you cannot do that. Betty sees no. this totally different. I would love to get your opinion. Maybe you sell a lot on Facebook Marketplace, and you could. Let her know because she's not gonna let. She's not gonna listen to Gavin and, and myself about like <laughs> uh, how horrible of a person she is. Like she's not gonna take that from us. But maybe it'll land from you, or maybe you agree with her. I I doubt it, but maybe you do. Eight five five thirty three way FM. When we're not sure, we go to you. So five calls calls it. It will determine Betty Rock's guilt or innocence right now. I'm leaning pretty Innocent. heavy guilty. Eight five five thirty three way FM. Is Betty right or wrong to do this? I say very wrong. I think she's right. What? Oh, Eli, thank you. <laughs> I do tons of selling on Facebook Marketplace, but I have a disclaimer that it is not sold until I have a cash in my hand. I don't hold anything. I don't make any promises to anybody. I always do let my other people know if they have something pending or if they said, oh, I'll buy it. Tell them, hey, someone else came in with a better offer. Okay, so now you at least have conversations with them, and I like the disclaimer idea of, hey, it's not sold till it's cash in hand, because sometimes people don't show up, and that's frustrating. Right, right. Maybe that's something I should add to my description of things that I'm selling. Yeah, that would make you seem more human. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Allison, you're up. Admittedly, we did not get off to the best start here uh, with Five Calls Calls It, because the last one sided with Betty. So what do you say? I say you have to start the conversation by establishing that it is who can pick it up first. And if you do that and they don't follow through, then you can say, well, it was whoever paid me first. That's who I'm going to go with. So you're kind of on Betty's side here a little bit-ish? If you establish the rules first. Okay. Because Betty did not establish the rules. Betty had a written contract and she broke her (laughs) word. Because a word apparently doesn't mean anything. No. No. I I think it's a common understanding that everyone knows people leave you with you saying, yeah, I've said that I'm going to be there, uh, and then they break their word. So then why exactly. should I stick to my word if they're not going to break theirs? People, I've been hurt so many yeah, times. Hurt people, hurt yeah, people. People leave you. Uh, we no. just got into it. Betty Rockets, this is deeper than just Facebook no, Marketplace. Stop. She's afraid of being abandoned <laughs> and people <laughs> leaving her. Do not try yes. to psychoanalyze me. I think it that's is, what happened. No, that's not the case. Oh my gosh, I feel so I bad now. I think you're jealous that I made a sale no. and you didn't. No. No, I actually pity you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Susan, you're up. Where do you land on our five calls? Calls it with Betty Rock's uh, uh, questionable morals. Not morals, ethics, sorry. Very questionable. Betty, you're 100% guilty. You cannot do that. What? It's almost like having a verbal contract meeting of the minds. With that, you have to give the person a window of opportunity to at least come out. If you if you didn't get the sale, then set it up for the other one at 4 p.m., but you let the one for 4 p.m. say, hey, I have a commitment for a sale. If it doesn't go through, I'll see you at 4. Yeah, I like it. I agree with her 100%. Sounds like a lot of work. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> it, you know what? It's just easier to go back on my word. That's what's easier. It's just the proper way of doing business. Guilty, Betty. Guilty. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Betty Rock and I suffer from the same affliction, and that is panic under time stress. And I used to make fun of her all the time for it, and then I realized, oh, I do the same thing. Uh, <laughs> like anytime you put a clock on me, my brain just locks up. And so we're going to do the five second game where Gavin will give us a topic, and we have five seconds to list three things in that topic. Now, What's going to happen is one of us is going to emerge victorious, and then you are going to get to play one of us in this game for a prize. So hopefully uh, it will be me, but I don't know. So, Gavin, with that, who do you want to go first? Which one of you wants to go first? Betty. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go first. Oh, so brave. Okay, I'll go first. And remember, I got five seconds. This is geography-based. Oh, I hate you. Let me go second. Okay. (laughs) Wally. Yes. Name three. Midwestern states. Um, I've, I've, I've never understood where the Midwest is. Uh, Ohio, <laughs> Michigan, Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. Oh, you got two. Yeah, and then I you did. Named a city. And then I named a really? city. Yeah. Wow. Cincinnati is in Ohio. Yeah, I've never understood what defines Midwestern I, fully. I don't uh, know. Like would would uh, nor, would uh, like North Dakota? Yep. No. 
Oh. South Dakota, Nebraska, <laughs> Kansas. Really? And then the eastern uh, front is Ohio. That's okay. the eastern Would Iowa state. count? Iowa would count, yeah. Missouri, Illinois, but Indiana. But you still lost. Yeah, I, I listed Cincinnati. You gave it great a great work. A great effort. And I went there recently. It was yeah. at the forefront I was of your watching, mind. Yeah, football. And, Sorry. Uh, okay. My Betty turn, Rock. my turn. All right, Betty. Name to go ahead. Three other languages than English. Spanish. Pig Latin? No. No. And no. French. It's so funny. I literally in my head was going, I was going to say Pig Latin to throw her off, no. and then she comes up it with it on her la- own. I will Google it. Yeah. Is no. Pig Latin no. a language? You still didn't even name the other one yeah. until the timer said, had run out. No, no. I said it, it ran right out. as, as it Gavin, no. So Gavin's the it, ultimate judge. You blew up. You're done. Yeah, you're, you're done. done. Thank you, Gavin. I, you know what? I respect your command of this game. <laughs> yeah. Get okay. out of here, Betty. Yeah. Okay, next. Yeah. All right. We're going to go one. back to Wally, and I want you to name three different Marvel superheroes. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Uh, uh, Thor, no. Uh, <laughs> Which one is uh, the Captain America. Oh, oh Captain Underpants. <laughs> oh, well, you, you did say Thor. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Captain America, accurate. Captain Underpants hasn't been inducted yet. Dang uh, it! So <laughs> I hate that question. Like, who else could I have said? Like, I've hunted Iron them. Man. Superwoman. Uh, no, sup- that's. Wonder Woman. DC. Oh, Wonder Woman is DC. Okay. Honestly, so. who cares? Well, wow. oh, I know none of us have any points. Well, it's funny because I was going to ask you that question, Betty, and you would have mm. absolutely. Oh, I would have been horrible. Well, Betty Rock, if you uh, no. win this question, you oh, win. Okay. Yes. Oh, or no? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. You're so, so lost right now. No. I think that this should be your game-winning point. Betty. All right, here we go. Just get this, this one, it. Betty. Name three different types of birds. Blue Jay, Robin, and a woodpecker. Oh. I didn't think. I thought your hesitancy wasn't going to get that last I, yeah. one. And did I get yeah. it? You did get you it. Did. Good job. <laughs> Nicely done. I would have gone cuckoo just thinking of her. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, you'll be taking on Betty Rock. She has bested my brain today. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We're going to play the five-second game for prizes for you with you right now. 855-33-WAY-FM. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there (laughs) because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Rock Report with Betty Rock. Buzz Aldrin, the second man to walk on the moon, recently celebrated his 93rd birthday. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, and it wasn't like any other birthday. It was also his wedding day, marrying his fourth wife. That's a lot of... You know what? Marriage. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) not a a healthy, like, uh, role model for marriage. But then you wonder, like, if you've been to the moon, you know, and you've seen all this stuff, like... Nothing else is going to be as good as that. Life on you know? Earth is yeah. a letdown. Yeah, yeah. like so you spend the rest of your life trying to f- help, like find something that's going to make you that happy or complete again. Well, maybe this fourth marriage will. It's a sixty-three-year-old <laughs> woman. Oh man, <laughs> are you kidding me? The two met when she took the job as vice president of his company, Buzz Aldrin Ventures. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's venturing to date younger women is what he's doing. <laughs> well. Well, I mean, he might have could he might could have gotten younger, but yeah. sixty three. I think 
Yeah, he's 93, but I mean, uh, 63, that's acceptable, right? I will give him this, because I'm looking him up. He still looks good? He's not the worst-looking 93-year-old in the world. <laughs> he put, doesn't look his age. I'd put him at, like, 81. Yeah. Oh, oh, a, a spry 81. Well, <laughs> well, the winner here is going to be this lady, <laughs> honestly. Later, later, the two tweeted that despite their age, they're exci- as excited as eloping teenagers. I am wondering what... At what point in life does age not become an issue anymore? Because, like, when you're younger and, say, you're dating someone that's out of your generation, you don't have things to talk about, unless they're an old soul. Like, you don't have the same frames of references, you know? And so, like, when you're, say, 40 and, like, I'm dating a 25-year-old, she has nothing, like, yeah, to, to talk because about. because when you think about it, he was 33 when right. that woman was born. Right. So, at what point, Whoa. though, you've lived enough life that, like experiences become common you know what i mean in in 93 and 63 but i mean at that point people just want to see you happy i guess at 93 i guess i mean you know you've lived a lot of life there you go i don't know congratulations to the young couple (laughs) we wish them many happy year (laughs) i'm sorry that was wrong uplifting way fm this is the wally show and uh 90210 what a great high school TV show. Is that what this theme song yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was like a show I used to watch back in the day. You did? Oh, yeah, Dylan uh, and Brandon Walsh. Didn't and all you that. used to watch Golden Girls? I loved Golden Girls. When I was in college, I watched that every day. <laughs> but that's not glasses. high school. That's, yeah, that's retirement <laughs> home. <laughs> exactly. The other end of that spectrum. Um, so uh, somebody was asking me the other day, they were like, uh, what group were you in in high school? And I had to kind of think about it because I kind of floated for a while. Like I wasn't in the jocks club because I wasn't quite really good enough to be like in that I was on teams but I wasn't sporty great. enough no I wasn't and then I wasn't like in the honor society because I was dumb <laughs> uh, like and so I well I just lacked the uh, the interest in school and uh, I thought about it and I, I started my own click actually look at you I started surfing he was the only one <laughs> oh, yeah I was the one person in this club no I started surfing uh, and I got like super counterculture. I didn't want to do anything like everybody else did. Rebel, radical. Go figure, right? Yeah. And so I started surfing, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of guys started surfing as well. I worked at a surf shop. I was all in. Yeah, you and were. So, so uh, cool. I started my own clique <laughs> of like surfer dudes, bro. Yeah. Oh, really? I did. Oh, Re- yeah. Grew your hair out. Oh, yeah. And I had tan. bleach blonde hair. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, and did the I ladies come after you? You know, ironically, uh, <laughs> just one. You know, I, I, yeah, that was it. And so, didn't didn't do great. I was not in the ladies' man club either. Uh, so a bunch. It's a hard one to break into. I found this thing about other uh, cliques. You know, there were the jocks, the popular kids, the cheerleaders, the nerds, the band kids. I wasn't good enough at band to be an actual band kid. That would have been a step up for me. Uh, the loners. The preppies. Remember that from Saved by the Bell when uh, Slater used to call uh, Zach preppy? Oh, yes. I hey, do. preppy. Yeah. 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 What were you in, Rock? Were you in a group? Gosh, I don't really know because I don't but, feel like we had clicks. Was your school big enough? Yeah. yeah the thing is, is I feel like the grade was a click. I yeah. had like 12 people in my class. That was it. Yeah. And so you're like... You're part of the ninth grade clique. Well, Gavin went to a bunch of different schools. He moved around a lot. Yeah. So, like, how could you even be in a group, it you was, know? It was tough. I went to three different high schools. So, I, I think I categorized myself into t- two different ones. First, it was the new kids clique. Because yeah. yeah, you yeah. guys always kind of found each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I would end up in the... Um, unpopular no. jock group because what, the it's the you've got the, like the jocks that are kings of the school, yeah, and then you've got their backups, yeah, yeah and yeah. that's where we landed. Ah. I get that, I get that. So here's what I'm curious about. Okay, so what group were you in in high school, and did you change it? You know, like I love those videos all the time where like the women show themselves in glasses and like braces and everything like that, and then they're like, oh, and now I'm a model. You know, <laughs> like oh, okay, yeah, I'm on on the fashion runways of Milan. Uh, but I'm curious, like, what group were you in, and did you make changes in your life to get to a different group, or did you like, did you lean into that and go, this is what I'm good at? I'm in the science club, and I became an engineer because I'm good at science. I, I'm real curious, like, how that went for you. You're saying, did you make changes once you got out of school? Exactly. To see if you as could, an adult. I see, and then you could have gone for a different clique. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, did, like, did you? 
purposely go, I don't like this, I want to be this, or did you go, this is how I was, and this is who I was designed to be, and mm -hmm. I stayed in it, you know? And mm -hmm. I, I'm curious. I think both are okay, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm just curious. I, I, I have musings and ponderings, and I like to talk to you about them. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM, and we'll take your click now. What was the click you were in, and then how did that shake out as an adult? Did you kind of stay in that same vein, or were you like, all right, I was in the nerd click, and I'm changing this. I'm a supermodel now, or whatever. <laughs> Not a supermodel, but this is actually, I knew since I was in the third grade that I wanted to be a librarian. I love books. Like, my punishment was, I can't read a book. <laughs> really? So I knew that I wanted to be a librarian, and I am a librarian. It's my dream job. Um, I love it so much because I get to talk about all day long. Oh, that's cool. I like that it's something that you loved as a kid and it became a lifelong thing for you. And now you're instilling that love for reading in other kids. That's awesome. Did you go to college to be a librarian? Did you study the library arts? <laughs> I did go to college. I have a double master's in library science. <laughs> Who would have thought that there's like a master's in library stuff? Like, like, did they go over ways, like the best ways to shush people? <laughs> no, but I do have an action figure doll that shushes. <laughs> Oh, do you really? There you go. You're the fun librarian. Yeah. I love it. Well, Christina, I appreciate you being uh, on the show with us today. Thank you. Well, no, thank you. My daughter thinks I'm cool now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, you made it out of the book club. <laughs> so I am curious. Your click in high school, what was it, Adrian? I was in ROTC. That put me in the geek category. Oh, really? Okay, I get that. I could see that. And then, so now, flash forward a bunch of years, you were in ROTC as a geek or whatever you said, um, and then what did you do? Did you go into the military, and did it become a lifelong thing? No, I did not. I respect the military, but I had a tragic accident. I lost my leg, and I was very discouraged, of course, but my niece was doing beauty pageants. And she lost one, and she was sad. So I told her if she would do one more, I would do it with her. And she did, and I did, and we both won. No way, so really? I was a beauty queen. I went from geek to queen. Give my left leg to be a beauty queen. Oh. I would, too. That's the one I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adrian, thanks for being on with us today. Thanks for having me, Wally. You guys have a spectacular day. Random acts of audio. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And today, Betty Rock has your random act of audio for you. Yeah, and it's from this 11 year old little boy. His name is Nathan. And he's turning heads after a video went viral that his mom took of him singing his heart out to Broadway musical songs in the back seat of the car. Because for an 11 year old, he's got down the inflection, the voice, and the passion. It's just so cute that he's just like, I mean, you can see it. him just, he's got the facial expressions and That's everything. Good. It sounds like it was from Matilda. It is. It yeah. is. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the video was seen by so many, it got into the hands of people at Delta Airlines. They were so impressed that they actually contacted Nathan and his and his family to ask him if he and his family would like to fly to New York and see their first Broadway what? musical oh, that's cool. on their dime. That's and of good. course, Nathan and his family, of course, they're saying yes. Now, they haven't decided yet which show they're going to go and see, but already Broadway stars, playwriters, and even people at Day Ticks reached out to the family oh, through wow. social media, offering free tickets to them to whichever show they choose. That's really cool. And I like that like Delta just took the initiative to do that. Mm -hmm. and like, oh, this would be a cool thing. And it's great PR for them, too. But, I mean, it's just a neat thing for this family. Yeah, and it seems like the Broadway clique or yeah. the, the people that are in that group, they stick together pretty tight. Oh, for sure. And they're always encouraging kids to yeah. want to step up and get involved. That's awesome. I love that. Hopefully, this will be the start of something lifelong for him, the kid in up on the, the big stage yeah. someday repaying the favor and turning you know something like taking that and paying it forward for some other little mm -hmm. kid too 
Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.